And I think people's Jones hold off rookie wide receiver David Bell for the number wide receiver two position. The Browns defense, if they can get some emergence from some of their several second year players on that side of the ball, this defense will be one of the top, if not the top in the NFL. And Coach Stefanski has no plans on shutting down OTAs early. All of this and more, your latest Locked On Browns with your hosts, Jeff Lloyd and Garrett Bush. You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast. Happy hump day, everybody. Wednesday, folks in Cleveland, in Ohio, bunker down. Going to be a warm one today. we got nice here in Jersey. We're reaching the highest 79 with a cool breeze. A little San Diego action here in Jersey today. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LG underscore Lloyd. Your host, Garrett Bush, at GBush91. Appreciates everybody who makes Locked On Browns their first listen day in, day out. Whether, whether it is your favorite podcast platform, make sure you're following, subscribe, five-star ratings, written reviews, or now on YouTube, uh, closing in, I think, less than 20 away from the 1,000 subscriber mark. Let's get that done, man. Let's get that done today if you could help us out with that. I mean, we got pictures now, man. People are throwing us up on the big screen in the living room. Uh, um, I can only imagine what Garrett and I look like on a screen of that size. God help us everyone uh but we're gonna get into some stuff here like garrett mentioned we'll talk a little bit about wide receiver position some thoughts here from otas defense some thoughts that are coming out of otas and coach Stefanski was asked about the possibility of maybe ending otas a little early here and we'll give our thoughts on that and get certainly you know talk about coach Stefanski's answer today's episode is brought to you by blue nile Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com. And Locked On Browns listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement rings. So, of course, use the Locked On promo code at checkout. As Garrett said, we get a little deeper here now um, with the way OTAs are going on here. Um, and Garrett, for me, this is just doesn't seem to be a name that's going away right now. And I think there was, I mean, whether it was three or four, and you know, I know I'm, I've been getting text messages. There were about three or four people on hand yesterday that said, look, in the time I've been here, I'm not sure I've seen David Ball, David Bell drop a ball yet, whether it was just a simple individual drill, whether it was some, you know, offense activity or some team activity. Uh, the 99th overall pick out of Purdue, David Bell, uh, to this point, the dividends look to be very, very promising. And, you know, when you draft a player in that range, you have high hopes that maybe you can get some sort of contribution from a player, you know, in year one as a rookie. But right now, David Bell, uh, Garrett, this looks to be a name that just doesn't seem to be going away. Oh, no. Uh, and he's not. You're, this is a guy you're going to hear throughout the rest of the year. Um, this guy, um, when, when, when Kevin Stefanski, I watched Building the Browns, and when he came in and said, hey, He's a, he's a dude that actually stood up on the table for uh, uh, David Bell. Usually when you're drafting people, you have a consensus. They try to come to a consensus between your scouting uh, department, uh, between the front office, which is your general manager, assistant general manager, the owner, and then finally the coach. And it looks like that uh, Kevin Stefanski won out on this one with David Bell because he really was a guy that he was interested in getting. 
they they were able to actually get him, um, like you said, in, in, um, with the 99th overall pick. And now you look at what he was happening in practice. Everybody from what I talked to, whether it's Mary Kay, whether it's Daryl Ryder, whether it's anybody that's covering the team uh, on a daily basis in camp, they've been saying the same thing. He has not, the ball has not hit the turf yet. That's rookie mini camps. That's OTAs. And this guy is is quickly, but but uh, you know, surely working his way in and, and battling for that number two position. Um, right now, I think is you know between Donovan Peoples Jones, who who was the incumbent, uh, as a guy who the Browns have been waiting for to make that next step. This is a make or break year in terms of Donovan Peoples Jones. Not that he can stay in the league, but whether or not you wanna you wanna put yourself in a position that you can say. Hey, I, I'm I deserve never number two receiver money, right? That is a six round draft pick. Your your goal is to try to not only make the roster, but once you stick, can you then then demand some sort of money and, and and set your family up a little bit better? Because obviously you don't have those guaranteed money, you don't have the signing bonus money, and basically you're playing for your first real contract. But David Bell isn't going to go away. I think uh, he's going to be entrenched. He's going to get a lot of reps. And we said this earlier. If you don't, you don't know. Go at go look at some of our older videos um, where we talk about uh, the, the receiving room and, and and why they are not going to bring in any veterans. David Bell is one of those reasons because he's already shown that he can catch the ball, he can do a lot of different things, and he can digest the playbook quickly uh, in order to uh, perform out there week in, week in, day out, day in, day out. And as, as a receiver, you know, Jeff, if you don't drop any footballs and you know the playbook, that's half the battle. Uh, it's it's hard to find somebody with essentially sticky hands and, you know, say, you know, we don't necessarily have a role for him. Um, there's a couple of things here when you're looking at David Bell, David Bell versus Donovan Peoples-Jones. And this isn't necessarily where it's going to be one guy over the other. It could be a situation where basically it's 2A, 2B, depending on game plan, depending on opponent each week. There's things we know with Donovan Peoples-Jones that he does very well. Donovan Jones is a solid vertical receiver. He is a big man. He is great at the catch point. Go back to the Hail Mary that closed out the half against the Arizona Cardinals, which turned out to be obviously a terrible game for the Browns that day. But we know that is where Donovan excels. The long one versus Tennessee in 2020. The long one versus the Cincinnati Bengals in 2021. Where Donovan Peoples-Jones struggles a little bit is the shorter underneath routes. Donovan is, if you were talking about maybe like a, a runner in track, the 100 maybe wouldn't be his event. The two, the 400, once he gets up max speed, that's where he's a difficult cat to deal with. David Bell, and this is where it's important since moving on from Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry in the Brown system made a great, great deal of impact early in his career. Obviously, the last couple of years marred by injury, but early in his career with the Browns over the middle doing the dirty work, doing the dirty routes. Um, I know everybody kind of got excited yesterday. There was a highlighted Donovan Peoples-Jones with a great catch. If you look at that video and you go deeper into the totality of that video, Donovan Peoples-Jones, it was a straight comeback route. This is 10 to 12 yards. Sink your outside ankle, turn around, and matriculate your way back to the quarterback to close the passing window. He basically turned around, jumped, and saved the ball. Look, I mean, in a game, there's a good chance that's a pick six. There really is because the route wasn't run the way it needed to be done. This Again, this is something Donovan can get better at, but it's not the strength of his game. And when we're talking about players like Donovan Peoples-Jones 
and David Bell. We're not talking about the elite of the elite in the NFL. There's going to be some things that one guy necessarily doesn't do as others in the league. There's going to be some things that one guy, other guy doesn't do as well as other in the league. So you're looking at maybe a nice blend, a nice mixture of both of these players. I think with Anthony Schwartz, you're looking at Nicole Hardman. He kind of did the not Tyreek Hill stuff, but when it was like, all right, everybody was focused on Tyreek Hill, you had somebody who could do similar things. I think that's the ultimate goal they have for an Anthony Schwartz and certainly Jakeem Grant if maybe Anthony doesn't get out of the gates the way the Browns are hoping. Um, so with Bell, there's going to be times, and I, I honestly believe if this continues for David Bell the way it has to this point, and keep in mind, the only thing that held David Bell to the point of being drafted 99th overall was he was just not nearly as athletic as some of the counterparts in the 2022 class. He had more production than Pickens, who we all loved out of Georgia. Other players. Pickens, he had more production this past fall than Pickens had in his entire career down in Athens playing for the Georgia Bulldogs. That is something you cannot overlook. But David Bell kind of comes in here, and yes, he's a rookie, but you kind of look at him and say, you know, maybe he's not, though. I mean, there's a lot of work there, a lot of success in his times playing in uh, you know Lafayette for the Purdue Boilermakers. This is one where I think the Browns may have hit on something here. And again, not saying David Bell is going to be a guy where we're going to just pencil in 90 for 1,200 year in, year out for the rest of his career. But it looks like the possibility to contribute right away exists for David Bell. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. I, I think one of the things you bring up that that is that we should take in consideration is, hey, when you get those pads on, um, it don't matter what you run in a 40 without pads. It's how fast can you maintain that speed when you do have pads on? Can you run that same speed when you're getting out of your breaks? Can you run that same speed when you're coming back to the football? It's all about your footwork. It's all about body placement, high point in the football. And just because you don't necessarily run that fast, that may prohibit you from being in the first round, but that does not prohibit you from coming out here and being a productive member of the offense and being a special guy um, that looks to that contribute on the offensive side of the football. So, uh, and like you said, I like that as well. It's not necessarily who's going to be getting one or two A and two B. It's not necessarily about who's going to start the game. It's about the package. It's about the personnel. Where do you where they find uh, David Bell uh, is is more most effective uh, against which coverages, what which defenses, which bases. So I like that as well. I think it's going to be an interesting season, and I think this the, the wide receivers is going to really tell us a lot about how far the Cleveland Browns can go. Because to me, that is the the biggest position group with the question marks. It's about whether or not they can aid a Jacoby Brissett or whether or not they can be up to the level of a Deshaun Watson. And one last thing on this, uh, David Bell didn't have the greatest three-cone. And for people, the three-cone in the testing period, this is what measures basically how effective a route runner you can be, how quick you can get your feet up and get him down. David Bell was a little over seven, which isn't ideal, but you see a David Bell succeed on underneath routes. This is one test that Donovan Peoples-Jones avoided throughout the entire draft process was the three cone drill. And maybe now we notice how that comes up where Donovan's success isn't always in the shorter passing game, more in the deeper vertical throws down the field. We're going to get to the defensive side of the ball here. The Browns have six sophomores, six second year players that they drafted last year. We've seen some of the success here. And look, I use Grant Delpit. This is year two for Grant Delpit on the field. So you can't really base much um, on a rookie year where Grant Delpit, you know, watched as much ball as the rest of us all did. We're going to get to that. We're going to close it out here uh, in segment three later with Coach Stefanski and thoughts on, you know, whether or not maybe the Browns are good and it's maybe the time to wrap it up. All this and more coming. Your latest Locked On Browns, G. Bush, 
and of course, Jeff Lloyd. At BlueNile.com, you can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to getting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Build the engagement ring of her dreams or celebrate, again, life's special moments with fine jewelry, bracelets, necklace, etc. No matter what you're looking for, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Browns listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use Locked On, all caps, no space. Again, Locked On at checkout. Every order is insured. It ships free. It arrives in a discreet package that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today. Locked On Browns podcast returns. G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd. Hey, make sure we always throw out our Twitter handles, man. We always throw that out to different individuals and we be throwing that out. But make sure you, you, you are definitely following us on Locked On Browns on Twitter, right? At Locked On Browns is the uh, is the Twitter handle. Make sure you subscribe to that. Almost 12,000, uh, you know, subscribers on there. Continue to support that on Twitter. Uh, during the games, we're going to be tweeting from a lot of different places, and, and these are great opportunities for you to get a hold of us, interact with the show, and definitely make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page. As Jeff talked about, almost there to 100 people. Thank you for all those individuals that out, out there making, uh, you know, this, this such a success. Over 1.1, over a thousand downloads and views on the last uh, video that we put up yesterday. So congratulations to, uh, you know, a little locked on family. Shout out to all those individuals that are rocking with us and hit that notification bell so you get all the content. Uh, Jeff, let's talk about the defense a little bit. Uh, Before we went to break, we talked about, uh, you know, six new sophomores on defense, six new individuals. Uh, that are, are looking to contribute on, on the defensive side of the football. The great thing for about for the Cleveland Browns is those six individuals have some some experience, and I think those six individuals are going to take uh, uh, a step forward. And, and I, I think the big three. Uh, and we talked about two of those. I, I'll throw a Greg Newsom in there. I look at uh, Jeremiah Usukoromoa. Uh, as a second-year guy, Greg Newsom is a second year, and I'm putting Grant Delpit in that that second year because he was hurt his whole first year. All three of those guys look to be major contributors up on his defense, and and all three of them are dynamic playmakers, young guys, and and JOK for me, uh, he's he's going to be to me a guy that's poised to have a Pro Bowl type year. Um, he I think this year he becomes more of a three down linebacker. He struggled at the end of the last year with a, a few ankle injuries, but when you look at the flash that JOK has. I mean, it's tremendous. Usually you ask your linebackers, to you you want to block, you want to shed, you want to punch, you want to get guys off your body, then you want to shed the block, go keep your outside shoulder free, and go tackle the ball. Well, JOK, that's not his game. JOK, is not, that is not his game, and he can get away with that because it's almost, now you see me, now you don't ring around the rosy or freeze tag, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> because when them guards is going around to the next level and guards are coming free on him to block him, He's just too fast. They can't get hands on him. 
He, he He's giving guys basketball moves and then going to tackle the ball carrier. Good luck putting hands on that guy if you're a 310, 15, 20-pound guard or tackle because he's just elusive. He gets downfield. He's like, it's like he's shot out of a cannon. And he, he tackles so many people without even being touched because of the athleticism. Out of the second-year guys, what's your thought on the second-year guys? Uh, and, and, and are those guys going to, Jeff, become playmakers or are they going to just, you know, you'll you'll be able to tell that they're still second year and need a little more season? The one thing, and this is one thing I've been getting, you know, a, a lot from people who have been on hand is um, the speaking and the verbiage coming from players while they're on the field together. You saw yesterday Grant Elpit with a big interception in the end zone. Um, but the, you know, the willingness to speak up, calling out what you see, and this is what you're hearing from a lot of people who are in the house, Grant Elpit. Of course, JOK, Greg Newsom, all three intelligent football players, all three talented football players. So now as the confidence is there, the newness is out the window, the nerves are out the window. The easiest way to contribute and play well in any sport, in any way, is when you are not thinking. What do you say? Just react, just play. When you're thinking, you overthink, and guess what? You usually end up a step behind. I 100% agree with you with Jeremiah Wusukoromoa. You can call whatever you want, but if he beats you to the spot, it doesn't matter. And that's the thing with JOK. The thing with JOK is you can pull a guard, but if he's already there, it's over. Because guess what? You're running back. It's not even going to be about the block. I've already got to cut back because I know that possibility is not going to be there. So either he gets me in the backfield for a four-year loss or I cut it up and fight like hell to get back to the line of scrimmage. That's what you have with the specialness of a player like Jer Jeremiah Wusukoromoa. With Delpit, getting to play. And look, Grant Delpit came into the league from LSU with the reputation of being a very, very athletic playmaker but also basically the leader of the defense. You don't wear number seven in the secondary at LSU by accident. They only give that to the stars. They only give that to the leaders of that secondary. Yes, now playing with John Johnson III, who has this reputation within the league. Grant Telpit, though, is closing that gap and obviously sitting in meetings with John Johnson III and learning more about the individual players in the league, learning more about teams in the league. It just allows for a player like Grant, who already came in with all of this, just to elevate his game. Greg Newsom, we all know the deal. You know, just smart, young, intelligence. One of the things I love about Grant, Greg Newsom is, even though he's not a thick cornerback, he knows how to use his body, very similar to basketball, finds a way to just sort of get in the way, whether it's a hip, whether it's an arm, then you look at the rest of these three. Tommy Togiai. I think there's going to be a chance where Tommy Togiai is going to be given a very big opportunity here to be a factor in stopping the run. We'll see how it works out for Tommy Togiai. Then you get to Fields, who felt a lot of people felt when they drafted him, you know, if you can't get Jeremiah Usukoromoa in that late 30s, 40 range, Tony Fields a couple of rounds later might not be the worst thing. Here's a guy who had a similar background, played safety, played linebacker in college. And then there's still Richard LeCount. Uh, Georgia has been producing a million, million players on the defensive side of the ball over the last few years. Richard LeCount was a player who probably should not have gone as late as he did. There was, you know, some you know, an injury. There was some maybe some off-field questions at Georgia. Some of that arose during the regular season. Had two interceptions in the preseason last year for the, for the Browns. So you're going to get to maybe put LeCount into the game, similar to the way you're going to use Ronnie Harrison, but a smaller sample size. And you're going to give him, you know, basically the opportunity 
to succeed. You know, everybody wants to talk Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney, Denzel Ward, John Johnson III, Anthony Walker, and all rightfully so, outstanding, outstanding players. But the growth of a Grant Elf, a JOK, a Greg Newsom, perhaps a Toby this is what could take this Browns defense from being one that was really good towards the end of last season to, like I've been saying, and I will not stop saying, one of the absolute best in the NFL here in 2022, Garrett. Yeah, and I think they're going to need them to be – those guys, this is going to de determine what type of season early on that the Browns are going to have. They're going to need those young guys to step up and to make this, this team a dominant defensive team. I think the Browns, for the first eight weeks, while people are trying to figure out what they're doing, uh, getting over preseason games, I think the Browns need to hit on all cylinders. And to do that, you're going to be able to, you're going to have to be able to shut teams down, especially when they want to throw the football. I think they have all the, the requisite parts and pieces, especially when you talk about the defensive backs. You had the pass rush with Clowney uh, and Miles Garrett. Um, and, and so you're just looking to find some, some second year guys to turn the corner. If, if you get Delpit, if you get JOK, if you get a guy like Newsom, and two out of those three guys, which I expect fully to happen, turn into elite playmakers and elite uh, defensive guys, I think the Cleveland Browns defense will be uh, probably a top three, top five defense in the league, um, considering what, what kind of talent they got. And look, everybody knows me. Look, the, all, the wide receiver in me, the lover of offense, the lover of 45 to 42 ball games. When you get me going to this point about a defense – it's something I just truly believe. I'm not sitting here just trying to amp up something that doesn't exist. I'm not, you know, I'm not basically, you know, trying to, uh, you know, put some gold or some bronze on a turd here. This is something I legitimately feel that this defense, and I understand Deshaun Watson, A, number one, that he is now the quarterback of the Browns from a playing you know, perspective. A, number two, everything else is kind of going along with that situation. But there is not enough being spoke about about the potential of this Cleveland Browns defense this season. We are going to get into one final thought here. Uh, Coach Stefanski, last week of mandatory OTAs, last week of OTAs, some teams shut it down. Coach Stefanski gave his thoughts on that. You're going to get Garrett and I's thoughts on that as we continue here on your latest Locked on Browns. You know how our friends at Built are always coming out with amazing new flavors. Well, this time, Built has truly outdone themselves with their new mud pie flavor. And for the first time ever, Built is introducing the new mud pie flavor in both the mud pie bar and the mud pie puff. Not sure what mud pie tastes like? Well, if you are a chocolate fan, you better sit down for this. The new mud pie bar is rich whipped cream and chocolate mousse, smothered in 100% real chocolate, and topped with cookies and cream crumble. You've got to try the mud pie as soon as possible. And you need to hurry up because the mud pie bar and the mud pie puff are only available for a limited time. They certainly won't last long. Go to built.com to taste the deliciousness for yourself. If you are not convinced, we've saved the best for last. It's actually good for you. I'm dead serious. All built products are low in calories. They are high in protein and low in sugar. Mud pie is packed with 16 grams of protein, only 150 calories and eight grams of sugar. It's like your mom baked the most delicious creamy chocolate mud pie and wrapped it up just for you. Mud pie bars and puffs are available at built.com right now, but they're going fast because they are delicious and they are going to be a fan favorite. Like all built bars, they are covered in 100% real chocolate, which means they are healthy and tasty. What is great about built is that all their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides ton of health benefits just makes you look better eat something that tastes good and is good for you 
You are going to love the new Mud Pie Bar in Bilt Puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite, Bilt is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Chocolate mousse, whipped cream, cookies and cream crumble. Stop drooling. Get to Bilt.com today to order your box of Mud Pie Bars and Puffs right now. You won't regret it. Go to Bilt.com. Promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Locked on Browns podcast returns. G Bush, Jeff Lloyd. Make sure you get that together. Make sure you, you follow him, man. Make sure you get that, that situation on Twitter. We, we need those followers. We need them subscribers. We need everything, all letters, <laughs> everything, including letter D. Uh, at G Bush 91, <laughs> at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Now, I'll tell you what. Uh, some people thought they might have been getting a couple days off. Not so fast, my friend. Uh, you know, there's a lot of other teams out there, and, and you know how it is. You know, back in the day, our coaches used to tell us, you know, they we had to practice on, on Saturday morning. Now, they said, hey, look, if if you practice well on Saturday morning, we'll let y'all leave the dorms, and then we'll <laughs> let you go back to your old house, but you'll be back Sunday. And you'll be like, so Sunday, you'll be back Sunday night, right? And so they'd be like, hey, you got to earn your weekend, earn that weekend. You'd be like, what do you mean, earn that little four or five hours you didn't gave us off? That's a nap. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? But but Kevin Stefanski, is, is, is he's not letting these guys go. You know, some of these other camps and, and guys in, in training camp the last week of, of the OTAs and mini camps, they, they kind of let them off, let them off a couple days earlier, send them off for that four or five weeks, whatever it is, before regular training camps start to let them re, re, recharge. But I don't see that popping off. Uh, Kevin Stefanski said the right thing. He's doing the right thing. You 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 don't know what quarterback you got. You And even so, even if it is Deshaun Watson and by some chance he don't get suspended, he needs to get acclimated with what's going on with this team. Then if he is suspended, you got Jacoby Brissett out there who still needs to get reps and get comfortable because he may be the a quarterback starting week one. So you got three new quarterbacks that need to need the reps. You, you also got guys um, that, that need to be getting first team reps like David and Joku. You need to be working guys uh, like Greg Newsom was working a lot in the slot. We need to be get, finding some defensive tackle young guys that want to that want it that need to get out there and see if they want to grab a, a, a spot on that too deep because all those jobs are open right now. So we we need more work. We need more time to get everything situated. So there is no hey. Hey, let's rest on our laurels and get you guys out of here. Nah, we need we need that work, Jeff. Uh, there's a couple avenues to look at this. Um, you would think normally with a team with their head coach and their coordinators in place and most of the coaching staff in place, when you're in year three, yeah, you might be in a position to shut it down early. But you have a brand new quarterback into the system. You were thinking the world of what this quarterback can potentially do for your offense. You are not going to short these reps for Deshaun Watson right now. Yes, there is obviously the fact that the understudy, Jacoby Brissett, may be a bigger part of the stage than anyone would like, but it's a reality, folks. So Jacoby Brissett needs his reps. You were talking about Donovan Peoples-Jones, year three. David Bell, Anthony Schwartz in year two after a limited rookie year. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, it's so good that you almost don't want him to shut it down. And I think that's why the Browns constructed this the way they did with the trip out to Canton today, you know, walking around the Hall of Fame, then the last one going to the stadium. It's a way to say, you know what, we understand these guys might be getting close to hitting the wall as far as this, because once you get too much into it, it's like, look, 
it, it's hard for a player to say, well, it's great, but none of this matters until the end of July. That's why you would do a trip like this today. You go out to Canton, have a little fun with it. You go to the stadium tomorrow. And look, for Miles Garrett, Nick Chubb, a trip to First Energy don't mean nothing. But for some of these kids who have never actually taken the field in their gear and, you know, gone through the motions, taken some reps in First Energy, it's going to mean something. And that's where it comes to. Miles Garrett now was once a bright-eyed guy back in the day. Now Miles Garrett gets to look at it from Isaiah Thomas and Alex Wright's eyes. You know, the cornerbacks get to do it. They get to look at Martin Emerson and see him get a little bit giddy about where he is now calling home on as a football field. This was smartly done by Coach Stefanski, a great approach. And doing this the fun way to close it out is a, it makes it smarter to not have to shut it down because the guys look forward to this. And even talked about the bus ride. You know what I'm saying? Busting each other's chops. You know, what are you listening to? Oh, God, that's terrible. How are you listening to that, man? Make sure you put your earbuds in because ain't nobody on this bus wants to hear that crap. This type of stuff. Really smart. And the Browns are in no way, no way ready in any type of the Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo Bills. You want to shut it down early? That's all good. You guys know what's going on. There ain't nothing new going on for you. Browns, there's no way they can do it. They're just not in the position. But close it out with some fun stuff here. Keep everybody's juices flowing, and we'll see you all in six weeks, boys. Love it, man. Love it. I, I even like the fact that they got the basketball court out there. They got the basketball court out there. They're doing fun things. Um, and, 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 and as players, they appreciate that, man. You know, it's, it's not it's a change of scenery, a change in the scripting. You know, the, you know, we go by everyone usually goes by periods. Um, just the, the, the practices are broke down within five minute periods of what you may be doing inside drill, special teams. Uh, blocking, tackling, turnover circle, whatever the case may be. When you break that up a little bit, bring some different things and breaks the monotony up. Players will focus in, lock in. What you want is concrete uh, uh, focus during the times you need it. And, and to be honest with you, as players and, and as humans, you can't lock in 24-7. So you need some stuff to break it up a little bit. I think it was great to get them down in Canton. Uh, my old stumping grounds, get them down there, take them to the Hall of Fame, uh, practice at uh, Tom Benson Memorial Stadium, and just continue to keep working. And then at, at, when we're done with that, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up and, and everybody stay safe and get ready for training camp. Uh, no question about it. And you know, we're getting close. We're getting close here, folks. Um, close out this week strong. And the most important thing is to get everybody out of this healthy. That's is the most paramount thing right now for the Cleveland Browns. He is Garrett Bush, as you see, rocking the uh, barbershop gear. Make sure you check it out. Obviously, Saturday mornings, 92 Feet of Fan, certainly part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. If you haven't checked out for Wednesday's lineup, you'd certainly want to peep in on that. There would be some fun over there. So go ahead and check that out. Make sure you're following at GBush92. Show itself at Lockdown Browns. DMs are always open. Uh, any questions, ideas, thoughts, you know, you can always flood the DMs. Me personally, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Throw a follow over there. Of course, DMs are always open. Again, thoughts, questions, ideas, you know, as much as you guys are here for us, we try to re do the best we can to repay all of you for your time. Whatever podcast platform you use, make sure you're following. Subscribe to the Lockdown Browns podcast. Leave those five-star ratings, written reviews. We appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen. And, of course, now on YouTube, closing in on a 1,000 sub subscribers. Um, certainly a new avenue for me. Garrett, a little bit more. I've been a veteran of this. But we're enjoying it. And it's, you know, having a lot of fun with it here. You know, we'll get through these six weeks. And then it is, you know, basically game the heck on once late July comes, once camp opens for Cleveland Browns coverage, uh, you know, five, six, seven days a week, whatever it takes, you know, to get you guys the best Browns content we possibly can with all of that. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB. 
on the LOB. Let's go Browns.